Hey friend, just curious, how do you feel when you hear someone mention the Proverbs 31 woman? If you're like a lot of women, that specific section of scripture might bring up feelings of inadequacy and comparison that lead to hustle, guilt, or giving up on even trying, right? And it may bring up questions like, is she for real? How does she get it all done in a day? Does she even sleep? I don't think God's intention in inspiring this scripture was to give Christian women an impossible standard to constantly strive to reach and always come up short. Rather, I believe he painted a beautiful picture of what it looks like to live a with God life as a woman in each of the eight areas we talk about here on the podcast. So today on this episode, I want to show you how Proverbs 31 touches on all eight key areas of attention the secret to her ability to do it all, and best of all, a special tribute to a woman in my life who has faithfully sought to live her life in this way for 75 years. I pray this blesses, challenges, and moves you to action, my beautiful friend. Hey, busy girl. Welcome to the Redeem Her Time podcast. Do you wish you were able to actually follow through on intentions and know where God wants you to focus? Do you find yourself looking up daily routines, time management, or life balance? You try to stick to your priorities, but find yourself overwhelmed and overcommitted because you said yes yet again, that's not the life he intends for you. Hey, I'm Lissa, Christian time management coach, priorities protector, and recovering to-do list girl. And I get it. I filled my plate with all the things and felt stretched too thin and only half present. I wanted to say no without the guilt so I could be available for what mattered most. But I felt like I didn't have enough time energy, or self-discipline to make it all happen. Then, God led me to manage my time with faith as a foundation. On this podcast, you'll discover how to know what he's called you to, make the best use of your time, and overcome distractions so you can be more present, and lovingly say no. It's time to give your best time and attention to what matters in this season and in light of eternity. Grab something to sip and open up your heart and calendar. I'm about to show you how to redeem your time with God at the center of it all. You ready? Hey, before we dive in, I gotta tell you something. Remember those 50 free Find the Time chats I'm giving away to give back for my 50th birthday? What I'm finding is we don't actually need 15 minutes to uncover the biggest time suck in this season of your life and where you'd rather your time go. We're doing it in just five minutes by asking a key question. And once women have this aha, and realize they really do have all the time they need, they start to invest it in what matters most right away. And let me tell you, when I don't have time is no longer the issue, it opens up so many more opportunities to do what you're called to. Want to know what that key question is? I'd love to share, but you'll have to book a spot and then I'll send it to you before our five minute chat. Today is June 15th, which means the month is already half over or Half the month is left, depending on which way you think about it. So don't wait. Take 30 seconds to grab your spot at redeemhertime.com forward slash call or scroll down in the show notes to click the link while you listen. Can't wait to hear what you uncover about your time and the difference it will make for you. So about Proverbs 31, it's almost uncanny that I plan to talk about this passage well before my chronological Bible reading plan took me to Proverbs. So it's perfect timing with all that God has been teaching me. The book of Proverbs is a favorite for many. Is it for you too? 
I'm curious, what draws you to that part of scripture? Is it the wisdom passed from one generation to another that we can learn from too? Is it the short and sweet verses that are not difficult to understand and see the contrast between the wise and the foolish? Is it the practical truth that can apply to your life right away? Although Proverbs applies to both men and women, it specifically mentions women several times. Many times are to share what the foolish woman, the one not living a with God life is like. Proverbs 21.9 says, better to live on a corner of the roof than share a house with a quarrelsome wife. Ugh. And Proverbs 27.15, a quarrelsome wife is like the dripping of a leaky roof in a rainstorm. Don't be like her. She is quarrelsome and nagging. And like we said, that is not the with God life. But even better, Proverbs shares how the wise woman, the one living a with God life, is viewed by others. Proverbs 11.16 says, a kind-hearted woman gains honor. And Proverbs 12.4 says, a wife of noble character is her husband's crown. Be like her. She is kind-hearted and noble. And I love Proverbs 14.1, which contrasts the two. The wise woman builds her house, but with her own hands, the foolish one tears hers down. You see, how we live our lives impacts what our lives look like. So let's look carefully then at then how we live, not as unwise, but as wise. Sound familiar? Yep, that's what our key verse around here from Ephesians 5 tells us, which brings us to Proverbs 31. To get the full picture of this woman, let's read verses 10 through 31. And I was inspired by my friend Megan Nelson. Do you remember her? She's the one who talked about discerning his voice from ours on episode 140. Anyway, she's been reading her verses in the voice translation, so I thought it would be a great way for us to hear it afresh. So here's what it says. A woman of noble character who can find. She is worth far more than jewels. Her husband depends on her completely. With her, he has everything he needs. She wraps him in goodness. She wears strength and a smile. Faithful instruction is on her tongue and nothing but kindness flows from her lips. She tends to the affairs of her household and she is never lazy. Her hands have opened to the needy and her heart has been extended to the poor. When she speaks, there's wisdom and kindness is found in her teaching. She considers the ways of her household and the price of her meals, bringing them from distant lands. She is prepared and energized for a hard day's work, managing her responsibilities with gusto. She has surrounded herself with the finest linens and fabrics. Her dress is beautiful and is strong and elegant. Her husband is respected at the city gates where he sits along with other civic leaders. She makes garments and sells them, and she is diligent in her pursuits. Her lamp burns long into the night, fueled by the oil of good deeds. She extends a helping hand to the poor and opens her arms to the needy. When it snows, she has no fear for her household, for her clothing is warm and elegant. Her husband is well known in the city, where he sits alongside other civic leaders. She makes garments and sells them to merchants in the markets. She wraps herself in strength, carries herself with confidence, and works hard strengthening her arms for the task at hand. She knows the value of everything she makes, and she works late into the night, often by candlelight. Her skilled and careful hands have dressed her family warmly, so her husband is greatly respected as he sits at the city gates, surrounded by other civic leaders. Her children respect and bless her. Her husband joins in with words of praise. Many women have accomplished wonderful things, but you've outclassed them all. Charm can be deceptive, and physical, physical beauty will not last. But a woman who fears the Lord should be praised above all others. 
Celebrate all she has achieved. Let all her accomplishments publicly praise her. Wow, (laughs) what an amazing woman. No wonder she is praised. Did you know the first word that describes her in verse 10 is chayil? Since I'm not a Hebrew scholar, I looked it up and I found the word is multifaceted to include her strength, both internal and external, her valor, shown in her determination and fearlessness, her virtue, as in her moral and ethical excellence, her efficiency, meaning her competency and capability, and her wealth in both possessions and resources. I'd love for people to use the word chayil to describe me, you too. Which begs the questions I asked in the intro. Is she for real? How does she get it all done? Does she even sleep? Whether or not she's an actual woman or a fictional description doesn't really matter. She's modeling the wisdom that's been shared in the previous 894 verses in the book of Proverbs. And as I looked more closely, I noticed something about how she's able to do it all. Did you notice it too? Verse 30 reveals her secret. She's a woman who fears the Lord, AKA she knows him, loves him, lives with him and glorifies him in all that she does. Her faith is her foundation. It's at the core of everything she does. It gives purpose to the pain of hard work and relationships and meaning to even the mundane tasks and responsibilities of her life. She knows who she is and who she is and lets that direct her time. Because regardless of how it looks and sounds, she still only has 24 hours in a day, just like us. And as I read through these verses, I couldn't help but notice she is living a with God life in each of the eight areas of attention. All the same areas of life that we talk about here on the podcast that we need to pay attention to too. Here, let me show you. In fact, you might want to jot down these references to go back and look at later. First, her faith walk. She is faithful to her God calling and loves the Lord. Verses 26 and 29 through 31. Next, her family. She is a faithful wife and a good mother. Verses 11 through 12, 23, 26, and 28. And her friendships? She serves others with love and kindness. That is a good friend. Verse 12, 15, and 20. And what about her service? Well, she works diligently and purposefully. Verses 13, 16, 24, and 31. And when it comes to her stewardship, she's a wise steward, careful with finances. Verses 14, 16, and 18. And when it comes to her wellness, she doesn't put it off. She takes care of physical, mental, and spiritual health. Check out verses 14 through 15. And when it comes to her passions, she doesn't say, I don't have time. She's creative and embraces beauty. Verse 10, 21 through 22, and 24 through 25. And wow, what a dwelling. She is a good manager of her home. Verse 15, 20 through 22, and 27. Ultimately, she redeems her time. Wouldn't you agree? She spends time on what matters. See verses 13, 19, and 27. And she doesn't seem to waste it on all the distractions. Yes, in that time, there were no smartphones that ding, ring, and ping, crying out for your attention all day long. But there also weren't Instacart, Instapot, and Instagram either, 
So she spent more time doing things like shopping, cooking, and connecting because they did take longer without technology. I'm not sure which way of life is better. The truth is we all have lots of responsibilities competing for our attention. And although she makes it all look so easy, I'm sure she still had to fight her flesh to not complain, not compare, not compete. But what's beautiful is that she is known by the fruit produced by her choices and actions. So much so that others genuinely rise up to call her blessed and praise her because they saw and enjoyed the fruit, which means she's not coming across as angry, meagre, which means to appear deficient, emaciated, or lacking, or hangry. Anyone besides me ever produce that kind of fruit? Jesus says in Matthew 7, 16, you will know them by their fruit. So what would others say about you if asked? And if they were completely honest, Jesus also said out of the overflow of the heart, the mouth speaks in Matthew 12, 34. So what comes out of you when you're pressed for time with a list of expectations long, longer than your bandwidth, no shame, no judgment, my friend, just issuing us both a challenge. Are you truly fearing the Lord? Like she did. Are you filling up with him so that he is what pours out? Is his spirit in you such that he produces his fruit for others to see, enjoy, and praise? My friend, as fallen people living in a fallen world, it's inevitable that we will struggle and fail on this journey to living the exemplary life of the Proverbs 31 woman. But here's what I think we need to remember. Likely, this was not this woman's daily to-do list. Rather, it was what she did over a lifetime of walking with God just like my mom, Marilyn, who, by the way, today turns 75. I'm honoring her with this episode as a tribute to how she has modeled the with God life to me by following the example of the Proverbs 31 woman. So let me walk through this passage one more time with her in mind. Mom, I've been privileged as your daughter to watch you live faithfully with God over the years. And here's what I've seen. You are an excellent wife and woman and worth more than earthly treasure. You're trusted by dad and our family, and we are all well cared for by your actions and words. You're resourceful and make careful choices in how you invest your time and money. You always work with a willingness of heart and never complain. You make careful choices in how you invest your time and money. You're up before anyone else to make sure we are well fed before the day. And most nights stay up later than everyone else to make sure the day's work is done. You're well-dressed, presenting yourself with poise and grace. You work diligently with your hands to create things of beauty and usefulness. You share what you have with those who need physically, emotionally, spiritually. You do not fear the future, knowing that the Lord will care for you. You support dad and his leadership, giving wise input and asking good questions to help him serve well. You are strong in the Lord and trust that he knows all of your days. You speak with wisdom and kindness, giving thoughtful encouragement along with careful correction. You're not idle or lazy and always willing to do what needs to be done without being asked. Your children and grandchildren are all walking with the Lord and along with dad are so grateful for you in our lives. There are many good women out there, but you stand out above and beyond. Charm is fleeting and outer beauty will change over time, but your beautiful heart that fears the Lord and follows him is going to leave a legacy that will impact future generations and last longer than you. The fruit of your life is evidence that you are filled with him and living the with God life. I love you so much, mom. Happy 75th birthday. 
I'm honored to continue to have a front row seat to watch your life over the years to come. Wow. I'm recording this before we drive the five hours to celebrate in person and envisioning listening to this episode together with her on our special day. So besides this tribute, I wanted something tangible to commemorate this milestone birthday and Proverbs 31, 28 came to mind. Her children rise up and call her blessed because that's what I'm doing today. I started looking for something at one of her favorite shops that she likes to peruse when she visits, but nothing quite captured what I wanted to, to express. So when I got home, I hopped on Etsy, found a company that had handmade signs with Proverbs verses and asked if they could put Proverbs 31, 26 on it, which says, she opens her mouth with wisdom and the teaching of kindness is on her tongue. Shout out to HL2 Designs on Etsy for not only changing the background and the words of what was shown, but more importantly, for being so kind and gracious and supportive of what I was doing and why, and for getting it to me so quickly. I hope you're listening. Not only does my mom always speak wisdom with kindness, she has dedicated many years of her life to teaching God's word to my brother and I at home, to students in the classroom, to women at church, and to friends and neighbors. I know this sign will make her smile and be a reminder to her of what God has called her to each day. I'll be sure to post a picture inside our community so you can see it too. Speaking of the Redeem Her Time community, here's today's community question. What's one virtue of the Proverbs 31 woman you want to prayerfully implement into your life? Pop over inside the free community where we're not only sharing our intentions to faithfully live the with God life, but also holding each other accountable to being consistent and growing more like him and the Proverbs 31 woman. If you're already a member, then you know what to do. And if you're not yet, today is the day, my friend. And I've got a welcome gift to help you keep redeeming your time top of mind and heart. So I'll send it out once you join us. But before you click on the link in the show notes to share your answer or to join the community, let's pause and pray. Dear Lord, thank you for showing us what it looks like to live the with God life as women through the example of Proverbs 31. We acknowledge our inability to do it on our own, despite our good intentions and best efforts. Thank you that it's not dependent on our work, but on what you do through us and in us when we fear you like this woman did. Thank you, especially today, for my mom and your faithfulness in her life over the past 75 years, and for the example she had to follow in her mother and her grandmother. As we look to godly examples in your word and in our lives, show us how to invest our time and resources wisely to love you and to love those you've put in our lives. And as we seek to live out what you've called us to, may it never be for our own praise, but for your glory, because you are the one who has redeemed us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thanks for joining me for this episode. And until next time, remember, you do have all the time you need for what he has called you to in this season and in light of eternity. Follow his example to create a rightly ordered schedule and a rightly ordered heart, because you are here for such a time as this. Hey, before you go, I pray this episode blessed you, challenged you, and moved you to take action. So what was the one thing God showed you today? I'd love to hear. So would you take a minute to leave a review on Apple Podcasts? It makes my heart smile, and that way I know you're liking the show. And it helps other busy Christian women, just like you, find real-life answers too. Speaking of which, grab the link and share this with someone you know that's been praying for a breakthrough. And don't forget to come join the after party inside the Redeem Her Time community. We're not just about knowing, we're about doing, together. Head on over to redeemhertime.com to join the community, 
leave a question to be featured on the podcast, schedule a free 15-minute strategy session, or all the above. Of course, I'll drop the link in the show notes because I know you're a busy girl. Look carefully then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise. Redeeming the time because the days are evil. Ephesians 5, 15 through 16. I'll see you in a few days, friend. God bless.